0: Hola, I'm Beatriz Pisano, and from Aluna Theatre, we bring you Radio Aluna Theatre. Stories by playwrights and pioneers of Latin Canadian theatre. This podcast is also available in Spanish. Bienvenidos to the third and final episode of Madre, Julia is still denying her Alzheimer's in spite of being diagnosed by two different doctors, and Angela is left to figure out the reality of the situation.
1: Hey. A nursing home, one
0: million you know pesos
2: private nurse, half a million, medication. Shit, that's not enough. But if she stays here and we hire a maid, can I really entrust my mother to one of those women? If we sold the apartment, no. Not the apartment. What right do I have to take away my mother's freedom? I didn't even come from her womb. You and your tangos, Dad. The music of immigrants. (laughs) You must have had some good memories. If only I had known that the airport would be the last time I'd ever see you again, I could have. I would have. If you had only known how difficult it is to leave everything behind, Dad, I guess I'm free. Now what? Mom. I talk
1: to him sometimes. Just you wait until I get up there. You will have to listen to me then. You were his world. If you can't sleep, you can come to my bed. There's room for the two of us.
2: No, it's okay.
1: I haven't seen you smiling for a long time. What are you so worried about? You. But I'm perfectly fine. I'm healthy as a bull. Who can sleep with that awful noise? Well, at least they're having fun. Maybe you should join them. You have the same worried look as your father had in that last year. He would sit at that desk writing down numbers. Other times he would cover his face with a book, pretending he was reading. How could I have been so blind? Let's have some wine. Ah, it's so bad for a headache. But I love it. <laughs> Who cares? It won't be the last headache in my life. I will go to the tomb with one. Like my father. When he was dying, he fell unconscious, but then he opened his eyes, and I could tell that he had a headache. So I put an aspirin in his mouth. He thanked me with his eyes. I could tell. Hmm. Then he died. It would be so nice to die.
2: What am I doing here anyway? Right now, we're drinking wine. You can die tomorrow. Let's have our own music. Ha! They love this one.
1: Zarzuelas. <laughs> Those were my dad's favorites. <laughs> oh, you've always been
2: such a good dancer. I'm too old now. You're a child. I'm 45, Mom. Oh, that much? (laughs) Thanks. I still don't know what the fuck I want to do with my life.
1: You're too young to know what you want. That's the one thing I miss about being young. The anxieties, the worries. (laughs) You can have
2: mine. I have no job at this time. I'm kind of in a transition, a long one. I've had as many careers as I've had husbands.
1: Hmm. Leaving my job is my biggest regret. One gets used to doing nothing very quickly. I could have... A drink. Mm.
2: I'm trying my hand at another trade. You could stay here with me and we can both live off my pension. We need way more than that. I'm trying to write. What? What? Sort of a memoir, but not about me, other people's memories. Oh. What, you don't think I should?
1: Mom, you're a woman, and if your husband ever leaves you... Mom, I'm not married. You should have a hidden savings account that he doesn't know about. I should have done that. So you don't think I should try? Mm, You're very good with words. I taught you how to look up words, remember? You did? You wanted to understand everything. We spent hours with a dictionary, just the two of us. In those moments, you and I were free. Like me, you had a hard time expressing. No, no, not expressing.
2: Showing. (laughs) Hereditary. Yeah. Okay, state your name for the camera. I'm stealing your memories. Name? Oh. Uh, julia (laughs)
1: julia de maria auxiliadora i'm getting to be just like my mother her memory wasn't good (laughs) to say the least (laughs) (laughs) oh don't laugh i thought it was never going to happen to me and look it has started to happen when you are little, you are learning, and when you get old, you are unlearning all the
2: time. Well, I'm recording you for eternity so you can forget everything. Question. I feel as if I'm going through customs at Miami Airport. Did you love Jorge?
1: Yes, very much. How did you meet? Oh, God, who can remember? Yes. At my father's hacienda, the...
2: you were there. No, <laughs> Mom, I wasn't even born yet. <laughs>
1: oh dear. Oh, why did he marry me? He probably thought I would have a good inheritance.
2: Mom, you had nothing to be inherited. Really? <laughs> <laughs> ah! oh, oh
1: my God! Oh. It's a flying roach. I hate cockroaches. Ah, that's a giant one. Poor thing. They come in from the garden. Mommy, kill it. It's a fat one. Ay,
0: pobrecita. No, 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 don't touch it. Don't touch it. Angela quickly grabs a piece of paper from the desk. As she unfolds it, she discovers her father's last words. Why haven't I ever seen this?
2: Haven't you? No. I don't remember. My love, I feel that I've begun to crumble physically and mentally, and I don't have the courage to face a slow death, which would leave you even more ruined in every sense. I hope you can forgive me one day and plead with our daughter to forgive me, too. Why are you doing this?
0: Oh, I know. Oh, don't go there. No. Where did you find this note? Where? Julia begins to pace around the apartment. She's very agitated. Suddenly the memory of that last moment before Jorge left the house comes back to haunt her. He's wearing a suit. I should have known. He never wore suits.
1: Only to funerals. Where are you going? To the bank. You never really loved me. I should have said... He leaves for the bank. I sit here. The telephone rings. A very cold voice says, your husband is dead. We need you to come down to the station to identify the body. He has jumped from the 13th floor of the Bank of Columbia. And the note? That thing must have been there. With all the papers, I would need to... Why did you hide it? I probably didn't want you to know. Know what? That he had been planning it for a whole year after we came back from that trip. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. On the day he died, he had just completed the time required for me to be able to claim his pension and the life insurance exactly to the date. This apartment was insured against his life. You're inventing things. How convenient to have a selective memory. It's not my fault that I forget. It never is. You never loved us. I know why.
2: Stop it. I have had it. All my fucking life, that's all I've heard. Every time we have a problem, you don't really love us. Well, in Old English, love is a cognate to the word leave. Leave, time when one has permission to be absent from duty. You have my permission, mother. But then again, you don't need it because you were never there. I used to be jealous of your dead child. Can you imagine that? I wanted so much to have come from your womb. Then, if I loved you or hated you, it wouldn't have a guilt tag attached to it. Forgive. Guilt. You resent me. I had to hide that I was adopted. A society woman who could not bear a child. It was for
1: him, your dad. Dad didn't give a damn about those fucking things. It was about him and being the provider, the man. And God created man. And what happened
2: when he could not provide anymore? He took his life. He took his life because he hated this country. It's violence, it's war, it's injustice and corruption. He jumped from his bank building. Isn't that a statement? He wanted freedom. You couldn't understand that. If you did, he. Are you blaming me? Like everyone
1: else? Are you? Because you encouraged him to go. Every day of my life, I see him leaving this apartment. I could not stop him. Free? There were witnesses as he ran for the window. You know what they said? That he had terror in his eyes. Terror, not freedom. He abandoned me as if
2: I didn't matter. He abandoned me too, mother. This happened to me too. When he died, everyone came to me. Oh, your mother, your poor mother, this is going to kill her. And I wanted to scream at the top of my lungs. And what about me? Have you ever thought about me? He was my hero. And when he did that horrible, the two of you excluded me. Am I your daughter? Am I your daughter or aren't I? I have a headache. Don't walk away from me. Where are my pills? Here. Take it. It was written for you. The only thing he left me is the task of forgiving. You want my apartment? Is that it?
1: (laughs) You can have it. I give it to you. Take it. But rent me a little room where I can live in peace. Alone. Something that is mine. You didn't come here to visit me. You came prepared to lock me away. I have loved you very much until now, Angela. And perhaps I will continue loving you. But I will not allow you to do this to me. You may not love me. You never did because I was not your mother. Is that why you're doing this to me?
0: Taking away my home from me? It is mine. Julia grabs Angela and starts shaking her violently. Angela is terrified, seeing her mother turn into someone she has never seen before. Mom, calm down.
1: Please. I'm the protagonist of this story. It's my story. I'm the protagonist. Why do I have to leave my home? Why? Mom? (laughs) I am defending the time I have left on this earth. I'm alone, alone in this battle. You have betrayed me! Stop! I'm the protagonist!
0: Stop! Angela runs out of the living room. Julia is left in shock. Young Julia appears. What happened?
3: What have I done? She's gone forever. Angela? Our nameless little girl. Help us. Help her. I, I, I can't. I don't have the strength. I, I can't.
0: Young Julia accepts to remember. Remember the day that Angela came into her life as a little child, only four years old. Angela is hiding under the table, terrified. Lunita? Lunita?
3: You can't change her name. You're confusing her.
2: I found her. Julia, aquí. Talk to her.
3: I can't.
2: Vamos, Julia, que si puedes. Remember who you were.
3: I can't. I'm not that woman anymore. She needs you. I'm not good at this.
2: You are her mother now.
3: A paper doesn't make me a mother.
2: She'll forget, and soon she will only remember you.
3: She won't forget. Don't leave me, Jorge! I can't do this without you! She wet herself. Ay, pobrecita. Uh, Would you like some Coca-Cola? You must be thirsty from the long ride in this heat. It's not your fault. You haven't done anything wrong. So many new things. I don't like changes myself. Do you want to see your bedroom? Jorge, your new daddy, bought you a new bed with a beautiful big mirror. Had it made especially for you. Angela is a beautiful name. Comes from the Greek, Angelus, messenger. My name is Julia de Maria Auxiliadora. It's long and ugly. Ana, my mother, your new grandma gave it to me. She's not from around here. Comes from far, far away. From a country in the shape of a boot. She talks funny. When I want to upset her, I pretend I don't understand her. Well, not now. She, she doesn't remember things anymore. Lucky for her. You can call me Julia, or if you want... If you want to stay under the table for a little longer, it's okay. But maybe you want to change your pants. You don't want to catch a cold. Slowly, things will become familiar. You'll be able to find the bathroom, you'll see. I know how you feel. See, I had a little girl. But she... She left. Like your mom. It's not their fault. But after I was so sad, they gave me pills to forget, but you never do. And then I knew you were coming, and I said to myself, Well, the two of us can't live under the table, right? Maybe we can both help each other come out. So I took all those horrible pills they tasted awful and flushed them down the toilet. I'm... your mother? From the Latin... Mater. What a strange word, isn't it? Anything that creates, nurtures, or... I will protect you. I know you didn't come from my tummy, but we adopted you, and... That's a difficult word. I had to find words for Donna Anna all the time. She needed to understand. To adopt is like... Like when you accept. When you make something yours, like, uh... You like Coca-Cola, right? Well, when the gringos came here, only the young would drink it. Dona Ana wouldn't touch it. Anyway, we began to call young people Coca-Colos. See? We adopted the word, made it ours, and we forgot that it wasn't ours to begin with. (laughs) This makes no sense. I can't do this. You want to hold my hand? I have made something for you to eat. I hope you like it. Sopita de marinero. Jorge and I I I Julia want to be I, I want to be, be your, your mother. mother.
1: I chose to be your mother.
0: My daughter.
3: My daughter. My, My beautiful, beautiful daughter. daughter.
0: Finally, Julia's reunited with her own memory, exhausted she falls asleep.
2: Who am I supposed to forgive? Dad, you, me? You're my mother, Julia, the only one I remember. I'm so sorry I never got to know who you are.
1: Are you back? Yes. I thought you had gone back to Canada. Not yet. Oh, what happened? I felt as if I had left this earth and then come back.
2: (laughs) Too much wine.
1: Ah. I'm losing this battle, aren't I? Yes. Yes. I'm swimming in memories, but I don't know where they belong anymore. I never imagined myself an old woman. The hardest thing, the shock, is the realization. I'm going to end up like
2: my mother. You're not your mother. But you are sick, Mom. It's not your fault. I have to make a decision here, you understand. You are my daughter, Arnella. I trust you completely.
1: The only thing I can give you is a future. Your time is now, to live, to love. You have been the best daughter Anyone could have wished for.
2: That means the world to me.
1: I still know you are my daughter,
2: right? Yes. And maybe you will until the end.
1: What keeps me living is knowing that you are in this world. When I get sad, I say, Come on, Julia. Your daughter needs you. I need you very much, Mommy.
2: Wouldn't it be good to close the doors to this place? To Dad? Forget. I hope I remember you
1: were here. Will you come with me?
2: Where... where we're going? We have to do it soon, before you get worse. Are there a lot of old people in those places?
1: Mostly. Of course. Who would live there but old people?
2: You're going to feel very lost at the beginning.
1: And they're not going to kick me out if I become absent-minded? No one is going to kick you out. And will I stay in that place until you come back for me? I'll always come back.
0: And can I take my TV? Yes. One needs
1: very little when one is old.
0: Julia is now in the nursing home. She walks around her new room, reading the sticky notes on the walls.
1: This is the light switch. This is to call the nurses. If you leave the room, make sure you lock the closet. Huh. Now why on earth would I do that? (sighs) Who is that old woman sitting on my chair? Oh...
0: It's me. (laughs) Months later, Angela is back in Canada. She calls Julia.
1: Who's this? Angela. Your daughter. Uh, You don't sound like her. Mom, it's me. You are not my daughter.
2: Mom, I'm Angela. Who is she married to? The president of Canada.
1: Angela! Where
2: am I? In your new home. Why aren't you here? Because I had to go back to the president. Ah, yes. That's
1: a very important job. But I don't understand
2: where I am. Tell me, what do you see? My talking thing. Television. What else do you see?
1: Your pictures. (sighs) You were missing the front teeth so you wouldn't smile. You were so little. And I see all these little sticky yellow papers. Who put all these here? I did, Mom. Oh. And do I stay here in this little room until you come back for me? Yes, Mom. Don't worry about me. I never get bored anywhere. I talk to everybody, even if I don't remember anyone's name. (laughs) They are all used to me in here because we've all been here for so many years. No, you haven't. I haven't? Well, I don't remember. (laughs) So it doesn't matter. You're sure you know where to find me?
2: When I first came into your life, I was so frightened that I would wet the bed every night. I needed my mother. Quietly, you would lie next to me and wrap your arms around my tiny body.
1: Next morning, when we finally awoke, we would both be soaked.
2: I.
0: And we come to the end of Madre, written by me, Beatriz Pisano. Thank you for listening. In this episode, you heard Marsha Bennett as Julia, Kim Nelson as Angela, Margarita Valderrama as young Julia, and Carlos Diaz as Jorge. Direction by Carlos Diaz. Sound design by Thomas Ryder-Payne. Production and editing by Charles Kitchaba and Aidan Mickman. Dramaturgy by Emma Tibaldo. Translation support and script coordination by Bruce Gibbons Fell. Season one theme music by Brandon Valdivia. Radio Luna Theatre is produced by Aluna Theatre with the generous support from the Metcalf Foundation, the City of Toronto, the Canada Council for the Arts, the Ontario Arts Council, the Toronto Arts Council, and Playwrights Workshop Montreal, Glasgow Residency Translation in Tarusac. Aluna Theatre is Beatriz Pisano, Trevor Schwelnus, with Sue Ballant and Gianabis. For more information about Aluna, visit us at alunatheatre.ca Follow Aluna Theater on Twitter or Instagram or simply like us on Facebook. Until next week.